what we are. And now we're going to pick up in verse number 7 here in Ephesians, uh, chapter number 4, verse number 7. You know, and, and these are the gifts that are given, uh, like it or not. If you're born again, He gives you. Grace, grace is everything. That's what we don't understand. Grace is everything. Grace is what redeems you. Grace is what justifies you. Grace is what sanctifies you. Grace will be what glorifies you. Grace is what gives you power. Grace is what, you know, grace is, is it. Grace is it. I mean, and, and that's all we need. Grace is all we need. And it's the power that God bestows upon us. Um, but before we get started, let me read here. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I am just so happy. Let me get here. Verse number 7, it says, But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. It says, Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive, and it says, he gave unto uh, gifts unto men. It says, Now that he ascended uh, what is but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth, he that descended is also the same who ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fulfill all things, and having given unto uh, given some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers, it says for the perfecting of the saints, for the working of the mysteries, uh, the minister of the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into unity of the faith and of uh, the knowledge of the Son of God, until the perfect uh, perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth. Be no more children. Underline that in your Bible, okay? If you don't get nothing else today, it's time you grow up. Come on, somebody. We need to grow up and quit acting like children. And it says that, that you're uh, carried away, tossed, or tossed to and fro, carried away with every wind of doctrine by the sly men and the cunning craftiness, whereby we lie and wait to deceive. It says, but speaking the truth in love, now to understand, speaking the truth in love, many may grow up, into him in all things which is he is head, even Christ, for whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which uh, every joint supplies according to the effectual working in the measure, every part maketh increase the body uh, unto the edifying of itself in love. Let's pray. God, we love you, praise you. Lord, thank you for your grace. Lord, your grace is what gives us our power. Your grace is what... Uh, uh, sustains us, keeps us, keeps using us. Lord, it, 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 it's grace is it's what was, it saves us. Lord, your mercy keeps from us receiving the punishment. Lord, your grace is the, the gifts that we don't deserve. You just keep bestowing upon us. Lord, you're a redeemer. You're my healer. You're my sustainer. God, just uh, everything in my life, God, is by your grace, and we thank you for it. Lord, we ask now if that one be lost here today, that they would come to know you in a free pardon of sin, that uh, by your son dying on that cross, Lord, living that perfect life, Lord, on the third day he rose and ascended a high and sets in heaven now making intercession for those that believe in him and confess with their mouth that he is the son of God and you raised him from the dead. Lord said you'd save them. Lord, you know, first and foremost, we want to preach the cross crucified and Lord, that men might be saved. And God, next, we want to preach of the saints, Lord, the ones that you've redeemed. Lord, that they would grow to become men and women of God instead of being children tossed to and fro. God, help us, guide us, direct us. Lord, we ask that it glorify you, edify you, Lord, that it lift you up. And Lord, everything we do, said and done here today, would bring you honors. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
I just want to thank you this morning. But I want us to look here. I want us to understand here that, that it says, but unto every one. It didn't say some, did it? It says everyone. Now this is everyone that has been born again has been given a gift. Understand that? It says, it says for every one of us is grace given. God's grace is what saves you, but it's also God's grace that it is a gift to each and every one of us. It says, according to the measure of, of the gift of Christ, if you understood how expensive grace was, it cost Jesus Christ His life, it cost Him everything, it cost Him His home in the heavens, it cost Him His, His, His kingship, he had to step out of a kingdom of in, 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 in eternity and take on this, this weak humanly flesh. And he come down and made lowly as a servant. He walked on the earth. He didn't have a home. He didn't have a place to stay most of the time. He didn't have food most of the time. He was hated by his own. He was persecuted by his own. He was despised by his own. But yet he continued to love and to, and, and to give. He was the best preacher, the best teacher, the best evangelist, the uh, best prophet. He was the best that there ever was, and they rejected him. So don't think in anything when people use you, despise you, curse you, put you down, just desert you. Don't think, it, don't think anything of that. That's just the world hating God and hating Jesus Christ. But it says that everybody in here, everybody in here that's been born again has been given this right here. It says, wherefore he said, when he ascended up on high, understand this right here, when Jesus Christ come up on high, but where was he coming up from? I want you to understand. He led captivity captive. Now you got to understand the standing the terminology back when uh, the, the people would come in and they would take over Israel or, or, or you would have enemies come into the Jewish congregation. Uh, God's chosen people would be swept up and taken off into captivity. And, and, and the men and women and children and their possessions would be taken and carried to foreign nations and they would be made slaves there. And, 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 God, and God's people would turn and come back to Him. And, and God would raise up a mighty warrior and a mighty army and they'd go out and they'd fight that same kingdom. And, and when, when, when they defeated them, they would bring back the captive of, of, of their brothers and sisters, of their dads or their, uh, their uncles. They would bring them back in. They would bring in the, 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 the warriors that they took captive from that foreign land. It was a great parade that went through the city that day. And the lost loved ones that had been swept away and carried away was freed from that, 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 that foreign nation and brought home. And when Jesus Christ, it says, it says and, 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 and gifts were given out. But it says now, verse number 9, that now that He ascended was but yet also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. While Jesus was hanging on the cross, and when He gave up the ghost, He went straight and gave up the ghost. He died in human form. And when the spiritual form of Him, when He gave up that ghost, that ghost didn't go up. That ghost went down in the innermost parts of the earth. And the saints of old that had worshipped God and had lived for God, they could not be set free until Jesus come down into the pits of hell with the, the keys of, of, of death, hell, and the grave. And He defeated Satan and the foe and the demons down there that day. And He set free those that had been held captive all these years. And I want you to understand, if you're lost, you are being held captive by Satan. So many people 
what you want. You continue each and every day to live a life that fulfills you and you're being held captive by an enemy. You're in a foreign land and you have, you're, you're subject to that master. Whether you realize it or not, you're living a life for Satan, not for yourself. You cannot fulfill the desires of your flesh. Why? Because you are the seed of, of, of a fallen human race. You are a seed of the devil. You're children of the devil. I preached that earlier in the Ephesians that talked about how that we used to walk into the, 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 the statutes and that of everything of this world, we walked according to the, the principality and the power of this world. And when we walk that kind of life and we live that kind of life, we're, we're slaves. But it said when Jesus went down into the earth, He gave you the ability to be set free. Some of us want a Savior, but we don't want a Lord. That ain't too easy, is it? I want to live life the way I will. Yes, keep me out of the pits of hell, but don't make me. Don't take that away from me. Oh, I like partying. Oh, I like acting. I want to, oh, if I want to cuss you out, I'm going to cuss you out. Oh, if I want to go do this, oh, if I want to go do that, oh, this, that, oh, I want to fulfill me, I want to lift me up, I want to be it, I want to be number one. But you can't have it that way. But so many of us live a life that fulfills us. And we never sacrifice anything. I mean nothing. Yeah, it's easy for me to sacrifice for my family. But that don't count. That's my responsibility. How easy for me to sacrifice and come help us? How, how easy is it for me to stop and, 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 and go, go do something for Jack? What's even worse, what about the people that hate me and despise me? How is it for me to stop? What does it say? If your enemy hungers, what do you do? You feed him. If he's thirsty, you give him the drink. How many of us are willing to do those things? But it says whenever he went down into the innermost parts of the earth, it says he that descended to the same is the descendant far above all things that into the heavens that they may, that he might feel all things. You know, there was prophecy written from Genesis to, 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 to Malachi, I believe the last one in the New Testament. There's prophecy about Jesus Christ the whole time. When Jesus Christ went down in the innermost parts of the earth, he fulfilled all those things. He, he, he filled all things. And it says that, that when he came back and he brought those saints out, that had loved God and lived for God that never had been set free. They lived looking for that great day. And Jesus come down in there and it says when the grave, when, when Jesus went down into the, 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 the when He gave up the ghost, the temple, the, the, there was a, a big veil. And it split from top to bottom and the earth shook and it quaked. And the graves opened up and the saints of old ascended out of the graves and they were dead. My, maybe my granddaddy was a great saint of God. And they were spotted in Jerusalem. These people that had been dead for years and years and years were walking through the streets of Jerusalem. And when Jesus ascended, He took them back up with Him into heaven. Now, it used to be there was a great cliff in the, in the center of the earth. There was a great divide and the lower part was hell. Hades. Was, uh, I'm trying to think of... There's one more word. Uh, not Tarshish. Uh, I can't even think of the word. but something like Tarshish. But it was, it, hell was a New Testament term, not an Old Testament term. And the upper pit part of this great divide, or this, 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 this Hades, was where the saints of God lived. And, and, and as, as they died, their, their souls went in there, and they were dwelling in there. They were all together, but yet they were still held captive. 
But when Jesus Christ set them free, He brought them home with Him to live forever. Now it says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, and that is why. But it says in verse number 11, and He gave some apostles. Now there's no more apostleships being given out. Why? Because of the requirements that you had to physically see Jesus Christ in the presence. You had to be in His presence and be taught by Him. That's why the Apostle Paul was the last one to be apostleshipped. He was the last one to see Jesus Christ in the... He was the last one to see Jesus in the, 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 the spiritual man, God-man. The, 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 the ascended, the resurrected part. He was the last one. But now prophets... I want you to understand this. This is just, you can have multiple. God's going to use you at different times, okay? I want you to understand, every person in this room, God is going to use you if you'll let Him. You may be a prophet at one time. You may be, what is prophet? To, to, to tell somebody, to, get, to bring the Word of God to somebody. Evangelists, those who are going around their missionaries. Paul was a great evangelist. You have these that travel around, and we should be evangelists. Every person in this room is an evangelist. God has given you the talent and the ability to evangelize, to go tell the world about Jesus, that He loved them enough to die for them. But yet, we want to be spectators. You know what most churches are today? Let's see what happens today. Oh, man, they sung, Woo, God, hey, that was good. That preacher, God, he preached a message. They sung, the altar filled up. I sure did enjoy watching that. And that's all you're ever going to get. But God made you. He made you that He could use you in a mighty way. He has given you power. He has given you power on high. Pastors, teachers, every one of us has got a lesson to teach somebody. You ever made a mistake, Jerry? Or you could teach some young men some things not to do, amen? Or they wouldn't go down that same road. Praise God, I've made mistakes. I can teach people. If you don't, if you don't go down that road, if you don't do that, then then guess what? You ain't got to go through. These are the things. It's, it's not one gift. It's not that I'm a pastor and he's a teacher and she's she's an evangelist and and and, 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 and she's a prophet. It's just there's times in my life that I'm going to prophesy of God. There's times that I'm going to travel around and evangelize. There's times that I'm going to be a pastor. I'm going to love on people. I'm going to help people. I'm going to lift them up. I'm going to encourage them. You know, we went through a couple of weeks ago. We went through the spiritual gifts. It's not that each one of us, you've got one, you've got one, you've got one, you've got one. It's that God uses His power in a particular moment. And He'll use that gift to lift you up and to edify Himself. He'll strengthen us to do a job that He's called us to do. I want you to understand this. It says, for the perfecting of the individual. So your gift ain't for building you up, is it? Your gift is for edifying. It's for perfecting. Who's the saints? You got the saints and the ain'ts. The saints is the ones that's had the blood applied. The ain'ts is the ones that have not had the blood applied. If you're a saint, then my gift is to lift you up, to help you, protect you, promote you, to strengthen you. That's what my gifts are for. And if all I want to use my gift for is if God gives you the ability to lead, and all you do is surround people around you and it builds you up, it makes you money, 
and it gives you popularity and fame, you're damned. Why? Because you use your God-given talent to, to edify yourself. And you've not helped anybody else. And it says, for the perfecting of the, the saints, for the work of the what? What are we in over here? This is a ministry. We are out to minister to people. What does ministering mean? It means helping, lifting up, loving and caring and doing for and making sure needs are met. That's what ministering is. It says for edifying. Can somebody tell me what edifying means? What's this right here with weights in my hand? I'm exercising. I'm building my strength. I'm edifying my body. What? I'm making myself stronger. That's what we are to do as Christians, each and every one of us. And guess what? I can't... There's a lot of people and it's been preached. Well, if you don't do it, God will pick somebody else to... No, God created you for a special purpose. And guess what? When I told you that a minute ago, I'll stand on it. I'll fight tooth and nail. If you don't do your job, folks are going to die and go to hell and it's on you. It's on you and it's on you and it's on you and it's on you and you can't escape it. If you're not willing to do it, you'll pay the penalty for it. God has, has strengthened each and every one of us. And it says, for the edifying the body till we all, what? Come... In what? What is unity? Like-mindedness. What's the purpose of Goshen Valley Baptist Church? The only purpose here is to see people saved and discipled. We want to build strong Christians. We, it's, it's time for them to get there in a minute. So until we all come to unity, to faith, and to the knowledge of the Son of God. Our job here is to be unified. Us that's been born again is to be on the same page, doing the same work, the same way, helping each other out, lifting each other when one step stumbles, pick them up. It says, and to, 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 to spread the knowledge of the Son of God. It says, unto the, unto a perfect man. We're to do this till we're, we're to do this until we're, you perfect yet? You got a job to do then, don't you? I got a job to do. Till he's perfect, I got to keep working. So she's perfect, and he's perfect, and he's perfect, and she's perfect, and he's perfect, and she is, to she is. I got a job to do. Guess what? So do you. God gives you ability to work with people and help people and encourage people and lift people up. God's given us all that ability to do these things. We have got to do this. Why? Because nobody is perfect unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. You want me to interpret that in plain language? To every one of us look just like Jesus Christ, you've got to get off your butt and get busy. Why? Because folks are dying and going to hell every day because we are not willing to get up off our tails and do something. It says that, that, that we henceforth be no more children. Y'all, the spectators for it. I didn't realize it had turned into a sport. But you know what? We've turned into spectators and we think we can come in and just, just spectate. No, we're, we're participants. You are in a battle. You are in a fight for your life, for your children's life, for your marriage, for, for, for your mother, your dad, your brother, your sister, your, your aunts, uncles, for your in-laws, your outlaws. We are in a battle for them until they are covered under the blood of Christ and then Christ is filled in them and they have become a sanctified, a glorified, holified and ascended up into heaven. we got a job to do. 
What happens to children told they're gullible? Please don't get me mad, but you know, like I come up and tell you this story, y'all are going to believe anything I tell you, whether it's truth or a lie. There's a lot of us grown-ups that won't believe anything except the truth. Why? Because we don't want to hear the truth. Guess what? We're all in here. We're a bunch of lo- sorry, low-down, good-for-nothing sinners. But you know what? The blood of Christ makes us worthy. It makes us children of the Most High God. In me, I'm nothing. I know I'm not. I know I'm sorry, no good, low down, good. Just I, I'm, I'm, I'm the lowest of low. I'm the scum of the earth. But the blood of Christ has made me somebody. Not in myself, but in the fullness of God. It has made me a child of the Most High King. But it says that when we are children, we get tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine. Something new comes along, we believe it. Oh yeah, that, mm-hmm, you can do this, or oh, you don't have to do that, or oh, they started a new church down there, it's a lot easier to be in that church. Jesus said it wouldn't be easy. He said it's going to cost you your life. It says, pick up your cross and follow me. Deny yourself. And there's a lot of people not willing to do that one thing right there. What? Because I'm too selfish. I am a selfish person. Y'all pray for me. I want my desires and needs met before any of y'all get met. I'm sorry, but that's just Ashley Pitton in the flesh. But I pray, God, please let me put my selfishness aside that the brothers and sisters that I'm shepherd over, that I may meet the needs that they need. It says, By the sly of men and the cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speak the truth in love. I have a hard time doing that sometimes. I apologize now. I apologize before I say anything else. I am so sorry. Sometimes I come across mean, but they said sometimes the truth hurts. Come on, somebody. That's just part of it. It says, but speaking the truth in love that we may grow up in Him in all things. So every part, Josh, every part of your life has got to grow up in Christ. We can't keep that closet over there with all my skeletons in it. Y'all remember the analogy a few weeks ago that Christ comes in, He wants to dwell and that dwell is to be able to come in and sit down and kick his shoes off and feel at home and feel welcome and, and feel that he can just come and go and then, you know, that that, 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 that home is his home. But at first he's got to clean the house. He's got to go in and clean up everything. The library, the, the entertainment room, the, 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 the kitchen, the things that you feed you. And then he gets the whole house clean and everybody sits down and all of a sudden there's this terrible stench coming. They go over this one little closet and says, no, 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 don't open that door. Can't I have that two foot by four foot section for my own? That's why I keep all my nasty little desires hid in that closet. I want to sanctify you. Y'all understand what I just said? God wants to sanctify. He wants to open that dirty little closet. He wants to clean it out and get it all out. Why? That you are pure and that, 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 that every sin that holds you captive, you're set free from. This is what we don't understand, that we should grow up, grow up, 
I think Wednesday night's title was Grow Up. In Galatians, it's, y'all, it's time for us to grow up in Him. Not in us, not in the world philosophy, not in politics, not in all these things. We need to grow up in Christ, which is the head. You understand what the head is? We're the body, correct? And the body can't operate and function without the head. Even Christ. For whom the whole body fitly joined together. Just like this. You can get your hands so tight that you can cup water. And ain't nothing gonna, ain't no water gonna leak out of that. It's formed together. It's a tight seal that they can't nothing get in or nothing get out. And you're able to drink out of your hands like that. And that's how we are to be as a group of believers. From right here, it looks like they don't fit good together. But when you turn around right here, there's no light that can get through that right there. That's safety. Us is together when we all come together, brothers and sisters in Christ, and, 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 and we're, we're, we're fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies according to the effectual working in the measure of every part. I got a part. Buck's got a part. Gwen's got a part. Megan's got a part. Andrew, Daniel. Blake. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> hey, I'm slow. Just bear with me. Lucas, Maggie. Tammy, hey, Will, Lena, Cody, Chris. Y'all think about this right here. I keep on and on and on and on and I'm going to get really trouble. Because I forget somebody tonight. But y'all think about this. It says that which every joint supplies according to the factual working in the measure of every part. Every part has to work together. Or the body is handicapped. Right? If everything ain't working together, there's these aches, pains, limps, deficiencies, disease, even death. What from unhealthy body? It says, every part works together, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. No man, woman, boy, girl in this place really wants to hurt themselves. But we, we, we want to build ourselves up. Why? Because we love ourselves. But you know what? I ought to love my brothers and sisters in Christ more than I love myself. That I'm willing to sacrifice what Ashley wants. That y'all can be lifted up and strengthened and helped. Y'all, today, I ask you this question. Are you being tossed to and fro every wind of doctrine? Are you weak? Are you weary? Are you using the talent? Are you using the gift of grace that God gives you? Are, are you part of the church that's working? Or are you part of the church that's spectating? Y'all, we've all got a job to do. As they come in with a song of invitation this morning, I'm going to ask each and every person in this room, I don't care how old you are, I don't care how young you are, are you doing your part today? Are you doing your part in, 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 in building God's kingdom? Are you doing your part in, 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 in building the bride for Jesus Christ? Are you doing your part? If you're not doing your part, 
Right now is the perfect time for you to repent. To know good and to not do it is what is sin. And that's what I'm asking each and every person in this building right here this morning. As they start to say, are you doing your part? Are, 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 are you upholding your end of the deal? Say, God, if you'll save me, I'll work for you. Everybody in this building at one time said, God, if you'll save me, Lord, if you'll, if you'll restore my marriage, if you'll protect my kids, I'll, I'll, I'll live for you, I'll work for you. Are we doing our jobs?